The Daniel White Show is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Definitely a little bit of Mariah. You know, she hits those high high notes. There we go. I can't go that high. You don't fuck with Mariah like that though. No, I don't. You hear a Christmas song. It's specifically Christmas. I can't I can't fuck with the Christmas song. It's the ding 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 ding. Like as soon as I hear it. Hell no. Hell no. I did not give Mariah no fucking play this last year. I was like, Mariah, you can have everything else, but you can't have Christmas twenty twenty. Skip as soon as you heard that nigga. (laughs) Damn. Day White Show, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Day White Show. And we have another Valentine's Day special with you. Valentine's Day. Valentine's you gotta, Day. You got to say it with the with the, with oh. the smooth, the Ooh. 97.1 quiet yeah, storm. Quiet storm. Yeah. Robinson. A little Valentine's Day. Mm. Valentine's Day special. Mm. Is your nigga acting right? <laughs> your nigga going to treat you right? With Ash and Dan. With Ash and Dan. Ashley is back. I'm so excited. I am too. I it feels good to be back. I appreciate that the people want me back. Yes, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I obviously when I post to you, and you've been on four episodes, I believe. Is it, I this think, will be my this fourth, is fourth I think. one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's also you, you actually have a show. You've gotten before too. I'm sure. I have like where we should spin off, but I like coming on and it's just every now and then. in the mix. Yeah. I always love your insight on everything, so mm-hmm. this kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Plus, this time, I'm not sick. You aren't. You aren't sniffling. Mm. You aren't struggling. Y'all probably didn't hear it. By the time you left that last time. Oh, my gosh. My God. I don't know what it was. I'm not allergic to, I'm not allergic to your cats. No. I don't, Quisha, I don't know what it was. Quisha loves you. It's, I don't know. You you were struggling before you came in, but it just got progressively worse. worse. Yeah, that's all. But you're good now. But I'm good. I just had my post-birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Um... Daniel special requested a meal, um, mashed potatoes. We did garlic rosemary mash. Mm -hmm. We did yes, we did cornbread as in I did Uh, cabbage, very spicy, like a little spicy cabbage, and Mm. pork shoulder. This man, this man requested a whole pork shoulder, a whole meal. I don't, I don't really cook for 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 men because they don't deserve. But but Daniel. But uh, for his birthday, requested a meal, and that's the meal. It was it was very delicious. I'm I'm that was my first time with a pork shoulder. It was good. It was really good. I applaud you on that. Um, Thank you. The best cook in the universe. Thank you. You know, <laughs> and for y'all listening, this might be a good little you know dinner for the Valentine's Day. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, there we go. I'm just Happy saying. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, everyone. Day. Right. 
And this heart day. Heart day. I love my lover. <laughs> last last year, Daniel, I asked you if you had a Valentine. Do you have a Valentine's this year? I do not. I'm gonna say, you know what? My mom usually claims that role. I like that. You know, you getting heart boxes and stuff this year. You got cookies. She usually does. She got. She gave me cookies today, mm-hmm. but she usually has me a basket of goodies. That is lovely. Yes, I love that. I yeah. like that for you. My mom's the the ish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep it keep it PG. You know, mention my mom. Um, and this episode is not PG at it's all. It's hilarious because this episode and these questions are not PG. Y'all went crazy. So, like last year, we're going to answer everything that you guys asked yes. us in the realm of romance, sets, dating, and everything. So, kinks, uh, personal questions. There yes. was a, a pretty broad range. So, yes, I'm very thrilled. I'm very thrilled. It's gonna be amazing. But of course, it's an icebreaker. We know how that works. Oh this, is how, this is how this show works. Let, let me sip my wine because I really don't. I asked Daniel what this icebreaker was going to be, and I got scared. I had one in mind, and I saw that I wrote two down earlier, but I'm going to I'm gonna save the, net, the last one for... I don't have an icebreaker question yet, but I feel like whatever you ask me... You, you can bounce it off. I'm going to either bounce it or just go left field. Okay. Okay. I love left field. <laughs> also, this is the first episode I've done in a very long time. Yeah. I, I pre-recorded during quarantine and did a whole bunch, and I've been putting those out slowly. Mm-hmm. So me doing one in person, this is the first time it since... It feels good. Like, and it's November. also nice to have somebody in my house, you know? Yeah, someone you trust. You yeah, know we got mean? the candles going. Ooh, gotta have. Got candles. a little bit of vino. You got what do you have here, Daniel? I have in a a delicious <laughs> Capri Sun. Actually, it's a Kool Aid jammer. It's a Kool Aid jammer. I made this gourmet <laughs> fucking meal, and this man of all of all the beverages in this house reached into the refrigerator and pulled out a goddamn Kool Aid jammer. And you know what? I'm gonna call her out because she's talking shit <laughs> in Ashley's DMs. <laughs> but Miss Benshaw. <laughs> You come to my DMs, you got some shit to say about my Capri Sun. Yeah, her meal was fire, but so does Kool-Aid Jammer. Morgan literally was like, he's putting a Kool-Aid Jammer with this? Emphasis on this. But it was really because she she says she loves a high-low pairing. I I appreciate that. I love Morgan. Which is, yo, low, and your meal was high. So what are we doing? she said champagne, it's kind of like champagne and fries. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Okay. High level pairing. You, you, this is really about just having a, a next level palette. Really, this is about you having a good palette. I have a great palette. I don't know about that, but okay. anyways, mm-hmm. we're gonna start this show. I'm very excited. Let's roll. I want. Should I? Should you start with a no, question? No, right. you're, 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 you're ice right breaking. Right so cool. yes. break, break the ice down. Break so, in your opinion, oh my god, what is your idea of the perfect looking penis? <laughs> Because different people like different shit. So, what the fuck? You didn't see that coming, did you? I'm laughing because I just didn't know what I was going to get. <laughs> oh, the perfect looking penis. You know, let me tell you something. Mm. Penises. They, I don't know. When it as sex organs go, Daniel, I don't know if the penis is my favorite thing to look at. Okay. Like I really love vaginas. Like they really? look, they're beautiful. They're floral. You see them everywhere. Yeah. But if I had to do the perfect looking penis, yes. I, you know, I'm American, so I'm going to go circumcised. Okay. Um you don't have it doesn't have to be like shaved okay. you know but just a like a low taper like a tight fade no jungle 
Nigga, what if you saw someone <laughs> with a fade in their pubes? I need you to call me immediately if you ever see that. I need you to call me. I'm like, damn, this nigga got a tight boosie fade on his ship. Wait, bro, I can look at it. <laughs> Um, so, I, and, like, as far as the actual penis go, I don't know. I kind of like, I like hard penises that, like, have a little, little veiny stuff mm-hmm. going okay. on. Yeah, okay. I like to see, I like to see it. It makes me feel like I'm about to, like, I'm about, I got something to, to overcome. Ooh, you know a challenge. A cha- le challenge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I've never been asked that question. I don't know, but. I, it's one of those things you know it when you see it. You see a good dick and you're like, damn, that's a good dick. That's a good dick. <laughs> don't know if it, like some women like girth or some or men. I like men, a little girth. girth or a little curve. People have been doing these silhouette challenges and there's a lot of dick up in these silhouette challenges. And there's like, first of all, not even first of all, there's a lot of people walking around with a lot of dick. A lot of dick. A lot of dick. Big like facts. it's just a garden variety man, and you're like, you carry this around every, every day. That's not, that's <laughs> not me. And I'm like, yo, like this is crazy. But I see that, and I'm like, I don't want that. But also, congratulations. I know when who <laughs> dating dudes like that. I see him. It's like, how in the hell? I don't know. Like, how do you traverse? I, that's a that's another story for another time. Yes, it is. Yes, but it that's is. my okay. That's little my little veiny, little little intimidating, little a little intimidating, bit. Intimidating, but not so intimidating. I feel like I'm being paled or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. You get destroyed or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my depends god. Depends on the night. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my answer. So icebreaker question for Daniel. Got her off guard with that one. That's you why she did. Just you like, really, dang, you really man, threw pre- me. You weren't prepared for that one. No. Um, I have to pause. Okay. So I can think. Okay. Okay. Um, There's so jazz music playing in the background of this. Let me see. Let me think. Smooth jazz. I got it. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh. I'll put a commercial in there. We're good. Oh, okay. Icebreaker question for you. The last time we talked, you talked about doing anal, being interested in anal. Yes. Have you done it yet? I didn't. I have not. But But. I I don't think I had. Did I have that um, the butt plug? No, you didn't. That got gifted to me Mm -hmm. this past year. Yeah, on my Finsta, I um, I jokingly. Not very jokingly. <laughs> uh, seriously, jokingly, said I would be, you know, I would like to have one. Yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe not in those words, but like whatever. And a, a good friend mm-hmm. decided that, ah, here you go. To bless you with a book. Literally. Plug. I've been waiting on you to yes, use it. I haven't. And I've been asking different women for, for lube preferences. And I actually got some good ones, actually. I got some good brands. So, um, yes, I have not done that yet okay but it's definitely gonna happen okay yes you keep me informed keep you informed you know i'm gonna call you <laughs> i'm probably gonna have like yo ash i'm like fuck it's fire tell me everything it's fire <laughs> the prostate was hit <laughs> good 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 okay yeah, yeah. cool i got that's, you i got you that's it that was good that was easy good. yeah yeah you know what you're, you're I, yo, I'm not. Re- I was not ready for somebody to be like, "Yo, what's the prettiest dick you've ever seen?" Like, I wasn't ready for that. But you no, know, it's all of somebody with your preferences, you know. Yeah. But yeah, okay. okay. Now we'll get on to you guys. 
We're gonna we're gonna answer everything. So if you ask something, it's gonna get answered on this show. Yeah, we we got a lot of really good questions, and I yes. sometimes we go over them together beforehand, of them. but this time we didn't. So yeah, so we're gonna get kind of blindsided. Surprise! Yes, yeah. I like that. So I start icebreaker. So you gonna start yours? Okay, so we are also gonna keep it anonymous, so we don't tell people. Oh. We're not gonna reveal who asked what, but we're gonna start off with some more. Um, chill questions. So, I like that. Let's see. So, recently, um, I did a whole story about Daniel for your birthday. Yes, yesterday. Which sparked the the longest, like, inquisition <laughs> from all people who don't understand how we are so friendly, but mm. not fucking each other. Yes. Or anything in between. So, a lot of the questions were around platonic relationships. Mm-hmm. So someone asked, where do you find satisfaction in your platonic relationships? And I'll let you ask that, answer that first. Oh, satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So, and I have a, a, a lot of them. I'm, I'm uh, privileged enough to say that. That mm-hmm. was a great platonic with women, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it doesn't take much to satisfy me, you know. Someone that's, you know. Someone can be around mm-hmm. and who was very honest and who was very much themselves. Because mm-hmm. um, not everyone's as open as you are, obviously, when it, you know, when it comes to you. But, like, yeah. you know, I love... I'm satisfied with people that are really themselves, yeah. you know. Um, and that's really it kind of for me. Like, yeah. I don't, it's not much, you know, it's not much to, to satisfy me. It's, you know, you're a real, you're a real nigga. Yeah. You know? I'll say I get a lot of satisfaction especially now with the pandemic out of the companionship of our platonic relationships generally like i have a i also have a lot of like you know girlfriends but some guy friends but really it's the companionship like a lot of the time that we spend together is literally just sharing space and time yeah um so i would say that's where the satisfaction sort of derives derives from me yeah and i I, I also say with that uh someone that i can feel kind of secure around Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. um, I think that is a thing in platonic relationships where you can find someone. You feel, you secure, feel secure around me, Daniel. I do feel secure around you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Not in a, you know, it's more of a, I guess more of a mental thing. Like mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I feel safe around you. you it's know trust. What I'm it's yeah, trust. it's trust. It's a trust thing, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's why I feel very satisfied. You know. Yeah. And I'm thinking about male friends because the other thing we did was like talk about like how I've lost male companions in the past, mm. like friends because of relationships or yes. jealousy or whatever. But really, you know, I guess, you know, staying on the topic of satisfaction, where I've found the most satisfaction is, like, in just genuine friendship. It's, like, where you mm-hmm. find you find it everywhere else. Also, like, you know, being friends with men gives you a perspective that you kind of wouldn't have, you know? Like, talking to someone who's just not me. Yeah. <laughs> like, talking with my girlfriends is, is different, you know? But, talk, like, having hanging out with guys and talking about talking with guys and being really close or intimate in in a platonic way with guys is is very different so yeah i would say that's where that satisfaction kind of comes from yeah it's actually a really good question yeah yeah in a way it's like a is a watered down you know i guess a platonic relationship can be kind of a watered down like um romantic relationship i mean it's kind of those same qualities but obviously in a very different way exactly you still have the same bond you can still bond together you still you feel a closeness in a way but Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's a little difference between romantic and plot, but it still had the same kind of characteristics. So yeah. it shouldn't be much different. Yeah, because really, honestly, what we could all hope for is to start out 
our relationship was really good friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. why I've always been on that on, on that on that thought, you know, yeah. on that process, and that's kind of from my grandparents. That's kind of how they did that thing, and I've been very influenced by that in my that's relationship. Cool. So, um, that was a really good question. Whoever answered mm-hmm. that. Let's see. So, thoughts on quote unquote real love and knowing someone is the one. That whole idea. You're asking me. <laughs> we, we both got to answer it. So <laughs> thoughts oh. on real love and knowing someone is the one. Um, I think love is volatile and mm. unreliable. Yes. And and this is not to say that I don't like love. I love love. Mm. Like I, but I've learned that it's like um, it's a what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's like um. A trance, kind of. But yeah. I think you, in, when you get into a space where you find real partnership, like that you also love someone, but you also find a good partner. That's the that's what I call the quote unquote mm-hmm. real love, you know. Um, but how do you know someone is the one? It's like, what are your core needs? Mm-hmm. What do you need? Yeah. What do you need? Like yep. your most basic need? Do you need security? Do you need intimacy? Like, what do you need? And you know that person is the one when you don't have to beg for what you need. Right. And so it's not even about love. It's about, yeah, like just tan- like what you, what you truly need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think real love is a never-ending journey. Really. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think there's a. It's harder to find it as a a, a finished thing. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a real love. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. you always because people are always changing, mm-hmm. and you're always changing. So what you want can change. So. I think real love evolves, mm-hmm. you know, over time. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, last as long as you want it to. Well, here's a question. How, how do you know, like, how do you know that a person is the one? Like, if, she kind of asked that with yeah, that, too. Like, like, well, for you. I'm asking oh, you me, for yeah, you. So how will yeah. you know that you've met the one? I think it in my soul it just feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I won't even, I won't, it won't be, it was like, without question it, that's mm-hmm. like, that's it. She mm-hmm. fits. Like she's my puzzle piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it. Like it clicks in naturally, and mm-hmm. obviously naturally, it's gonna, it, it takes time to you know find that piece. But I haven't felt it yet, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard for me to answer the question of yeah. you know how it feels. But I've felt deep desires for people. Not it hasn't been real love. Yeah. But um, I think there's a feeling because I keep I keep hearing that there's a feeling. You yeah. know, there's, there's a, you, you change the way you. You do things. You're kind of like drunk almost. Yeah. You know, I haven't felt that quite yet. Yeah. But I think when I know, like, yeah, I don't think it'll be a secret. I think I think it'll be very apparent. Yeah. You know, so I haven't I haven't had it before. That's unfortunately. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think I don't know, and it and really it comes down to like what your expectations are about it. Mm-hmm. I think we have this like magical thing that we think will happen when we find real love. Like mm-hmm. you will trip and fall into your love match and mm-hmm. Trader Joe's picking out this both reaching for fucking carry gold at the same goddamn yep. time. And you think that's like, oh my god, like but you know, maybe real love is you know, a, I don't say a climb. I almost said a climb, but it's like a, um, a discovery climb. process. Yeah, like a said. discovery process. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say like it's it's less magic, more discovery. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's magic moments in that. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome I've moments. been in love before. It is yeah. magical. Yeah. But I'm just like a lot of times I'm just like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? Because I was like in love with the wrong person. So that's why I say love is so volatile, is because that shit will attach. 
to the wrong shit mm-hmm. or it'll just attach because whatever your core need at the moment whether it's attention or validation whatever will attach and, and delude you into yeah. thinking sometimes that that's your love match exactly. and it takes work to like back yourself out of that sort of serotonin rush yeah. and be like wait this this nigga is dumb <laughs> this I've heard that story many times stupid. my homegirl was like wait what yeah. happened to that one that was the one like man that nigga less magic more one. discovery like I said what you could need and want now can change over time. Yeah. You know, so real love is kind of hard because you don't know what the future's going to hold and what you need and they not they may not be able to uh, provide. So, you know, that's having the one is very complex, I think, you It know? is. Yeah. It's really good for this next question which I'm going to ask you yeah, it's because it's like in a platonic relationship, what keys a desire to make it a romantic one? So, how okay. do you go from platonic like, oh, we're BFFs? We've been BFFs forever, like to I think this might be my one. Is that possible? I think it is definitely possible. I think some of the best relationships come out of um, great platonic relationships. And I guess it's, if I had to guess, because I've had a lot of friends become intimate partners, Mm -hmm. you know, um, not necessarily anything long lasting, but we kind of crossed that path. And Mm -hmm. I think spending time together, um, your ideas align. Um, your endeavors align, what you want to do in life. Um, obviously, it's some physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of enter that intimate space, kind of, you know, um, I guess, not say, I don't want to say unknowingly, but for this, you enter an intimate space kind of mm-hmm. naturally. Naturally, naturally yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. You enter it naturally, and you wake up, oh my gosh, this is. Yeah. I'm feeling these different feelings for this person. That's very interesting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I've ever, and I'm going to ask you this too, have you, like, I don't think I've ever taken someone, and I hate the term friend zone, but, like, I don't know if I've ever taken someone that I've considered, like, a a really good friend and, like, was like, oh, wait a minute, I think... I think this is like the the guy I want to like move with. I think the difference for me, like when if the question is like what keys or desire to make it romantic, I'm like maybe the desire to like build life with somebody. Yes. Maybe that's the maybe that's the like the trigger. It's like hmm, I think I want to build a life with you, and that that's mutual. Yeah. But like as far as just kind of maybe pursuing just romance, and this could be because I'm like a little older. I'm thinking like maybe maybe that that sort of trigger point is. Like, I'm, I want to, like, buy a house with you. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though, we're in our 30s. So yeah. Then, like, we're, like, we're not playing around oh, anymore. Oh, you're in your 30s now. Yeah. yeah oh, my I God. Could, I'm a 30, 30-year-old club. 30 club. 30 club. Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. I feel good. I, I just, there's lingering anxiety with it. But, obviously, a lot of it does kind of deal with romance as well. Of, yeah. You know, what do what does the future hold with uh, being, 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 uh, being in love and finding someone? So. It's on my mind now. It's always on my mind. It, it's well, in, not it's really. Out. It's always on the back. It's like the left back burner of my brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is that? Who is this nigga, bro? And for me, it's mostly when I'm getting ready for bed and like getting to bed laying, laying around what at night. What is that? Yeah, I think that's when your thoughts are, you can't, you don't skip your thoughts when you're getting ready to enter sleep. No. You know? You know, and I'll I'll reveal about myself. Like I've been sleeping on my couch lately because of that that very thing. Wow. Like I get in my bed, and the first thing I think about is like this like sort of imaginary partner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when I sleep on my and when I sleep on my couch, I'm like, 
I don't think about it. I just go straight to sleep. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, when I get space. in my bed, yeah. it's like, oh, God, have mercy, please. And then if you're single, a lot of times you just sort of replay through past people. Yes. For oh, what? God, <laughs> you play. Yes. You either replay through past sex or yes. you replay through past arguments or past loves or past attractions. And I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. Let me just go to bed. <laughs> Let me just go to Bruh. bed. <laughs> and I, 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 no matter what you're running from, yeah. it will always catch up with that you shit will before ca- you go to sleep. Literally, in the last like 15 minutes of your awakenedness, yes. you're like, here's everything that just eluded you for your entire life. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bruh, I've been there so many times. But yeah, I like that. But yeah, I guess yeah, it, it, it's different for everyone, but obviously entering that realm of intimacy with a friend, uh, yeah. it, it happened naturally. I've seen, that, I've seen that happen over, you know, so many times over time. Mm-hmm. So many times over my life with friends and even including me, you know. Just you don't see it coming. Yeah. Usually, no one ever sees it coming. Yeah. You know, when you meet someone, sometimes you kind of maybe you want it to happen. Yeah. But like you know, just it happening naturally is you know, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's weird. Mm. So. Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good. I question, like actually. all of these platonic questions because I, I think, especially right now with relationships and a lot of people just being more. Um, in tune with their relationship that they're either in or not in, like it, it just makes us more interested in relationships, either other people's or like yeah. potential relationships, past ones, all of them. Yeah. Just thinking about togetherness in real, in weird ways. Absolutely, absolutely. Is that me? Mm-hmm. Cool. I like this question a lot. Give it to me. Um, how sex is the most and least intimate thing at the same time? Is that a question? Yeah. How, how is, is? I guess you mean how, how is sex the most? The most at least, <laughs> and it really just depends on the mindset. That's interesting. I think. It depends I, on what you want and what you exactly. Because some people are here just like I just want some dick. Or I yeah, want some pussy. that's like, me at all times. Yeah, it's like I just want some. <laughs> you can you can you can cut the intimacy out. Yeah. Of the sex, a lot of people can't do that. Like, I do. I can. Do, I, I, th- do I think that. I can do that. Yeah, I do that, but it it depends though. But the question is like, what was the question? How, how can how can sex how be the most and in, least? intimate thing at the same time it just depends on the person and what they want i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think there's also more intimate sets yeah there's more what's the depends word? on the partner yeah there's some partners yeah. i'm not gonna be schmoozing with you after or yeah. Yeah. there's partners that i'm just like let's lay here for a minute so it really you know it's really about what you want yeah, I think some for some people. It's, I keep saying that, but it, it really is that. It all, that's different. what it all depends on. Everyone's different, but some people intimacy is not even the sexual penetration part. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the laying. Sometimes it's the well, some, the foreplay. Maybe it's a more yeah. intimate part. Or here's a here's a here's a throw-in question. Yeah, let's do it. Since you said that, what's your COVID fantasy? Everybody's got like, you know, we've kind of been just kind of hanging out mm. by ourselves for yeah. the last year or so. Mm-hmm. When you think about intimacy or like the intimacy you want, what comes into picture like immediately? Honestly, not even sex. What I is mean, it? my thing is like just laying with someone and like just rubbing each other's bodies and like maybe a massage. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I love I love that. You know Mine what I'm is just laying and watching a movie. Yeah, that's my COVID fantasy. Yeah, like yeah. it's not even sex. Exactly. It's, exactly, it's literally like let's just lay here and watch a movie. Just be together in the same space, yeah. and like I said, like people gotta understand, like sex is not the only intimate thing. No, I think people have that process like this is you know the only intimate thing I can do with someone is just penetrate them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's so many things taking walks in the park. 
spending time reading books together, Aww, laying around. Daniel. Like, yeah, you know, all that. Looking at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. You are so moon obsessed. Well, and it's, the it's, moon. The, it's one of the most endearing things about you. Yes, I love that. Especially looking at laying in grass together, mm-hmm. going on picnics, you know, so... For people who don't understand that, sex is not the only intimate thing you can do yeah. with someone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's some jewels Daniel, for you. Daniel, give me you guys some Valentine's Day ideas. Hey, go saying, lay in the grass because we can't go to a restaurant. We can't go to no restaurant. Go stare at the moon. If you're going to one, because you can't go to the movies. <laughs> don't talk about. It. I know that's really hurtful for you. Anyways. <laughs> um, okay. So here's the next question: Ghosting around Valentine's Day. Ooh. Oh, ghosting. So this was the only thing. That's the only thing I said. Ghosting around Valentine's Day. Specifically around Valentine's Day. So I don't know if it's like thoughts on that or like. I would say it's thoughts on it. Yeah. That make more sense. Why people do it? Have you ever ghosted somebody around Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. I've never actually been with anyone during Valentine's. Oh. Mm, yeah, all my relationships have usually started in winter. Mm-hmm. Fall, winter, and they were in. Like, are you oh. are you subconsciously divorcing people no, so you cannot buy? It was not. Well, <laughs> some of it, but it wasn't Valentine's Day either. Yeah. It, just, it just happened to end before Valentine's Day. I've never had one. God was like, you will never give a bitch roses. Hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit. I guess not. But yeah, I've never had a relationship during Valentine's Day. Yeah, during this time. So, what are your thoughts on ghosting around Valentine's Day? Oh, man. You know, I still stand behind not ghosting. I think that's disrespectful. Yeah. Especially around Valentine's Day because some, you know, it's a Hallmark holiday. That's the argument with some niggas. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know. That's the argument with you, the main nigga. You said that last Valentine's Day. I mean, it is is a Hallmark (laughs) holiday. It is. It is. It is. I'll say it like this I would treat, and I have treated the girls I've been with, you know, like, the queens they are all throughout the year. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, I, I have my, I, I, I'm not a big Valentine's Day person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but I would still do it. If I had a girlfriend, I would be like, okay, well, let's go do something. I, mm-hmm. I want to go with that. But also, I shower people with gifts and shit all the time for no reason. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's not that big of a you deal. You really do. That's yeah. actual fact. It's, it's the Daniel truth. is always giving me stuff. And I have to tell him, like, Especially when he does something else, like for himself, like he puts out a book or a print or something. Like Daniel, don't give it to me. Like yeah. let me buy it. Right. Even that one, I bought this. I bought this print that you gave me, and you gave me another one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 artist, artist, I, I, yeah. I, I, I fuck with you, so you know what I'm saying. But you know, um, but yeah, that's me. It's like yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm not the biggest Valentine's Day person, but also I haven't had a girlfriend during Valentine's Day. But ghosting, ghosting mm-hmm. back to that. Oh man. Ghosting for some people it's just easier that way to yeah. ghost. Some people get, I guess, maybe feel pressure during Valentine's Day. I don't right. know why, because I think it's because it is a high pressure holiday. Like I've, you know, so I she didn't really specify whether or not she was the one being ghosted or or you know or not. But like I'm 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 gonna assume that they are. So. I don't know, and I don't know how to advise or what to say. It's just that, um, really, it's about managing expectations of folks. Mm-hmm. And even before we even get to Valentine's Day, you should probably have a read or a good drop on what on what someone is yes. to you. Yes. You know, if and if they're having a difficult time de- deciding on you, then ghosting around Valentine's Day isn't really much of a surprise. And le- but people do blindside you, you know. So. Yes, they do. So, you know, 
Uh, since it's not a question, I don't know how to answer it, but just that's just random thoughts. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. and I'm not the, me asking anyone, like, I hate that. I hate I hate ghosting and people who aren't, don't know how to communicate. It's mm-hmm. definitely a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, you know, some people, you know, really look forward to Valentine's Day and, yeah. you know, it's very hurtful to some people. So I would say people, if you're thinking about ghosting someone. Don't fucking do just it. don't do it. Don't text, fucking do it. Them. God damn it. Just or or let people know off rip. Like, if you yeah. don't have any... Because people do look for those sorts of things. So just, you know, if you don't have any... You know, you know you're not going to be trying to have a Valentine's, Valentine or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a, any friend. Like, let them know. Just let them know. Say, hey, let I'm not... You know, I'm trying to do this or I don't want to do this holiday or I don't want to be with you or whatever. Oh no, Test them. Maybe I mean, I'm testing not necessarily the best way to do it, but you know. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other story for another time. Yeah. I, I, I'm also guilty of that, so I can't really talk too much shit about it. <laughs> I think, okay, maybe not everyone, but I think most people have probably done that at least once. Having hard conversations via text message? Well, or broken, broken up with someone during text. Right. If somebody breaks up with me via text message, y'all gonna see my bitch ass on the motherfucking news. I am. On the goddamn news. I have definitely Thirty-three-year-old black woman. Like that's what you're gonna hear. This ain't gonna be my name. Thirty-three-year-old black woman, etc. So forth. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Just don't fucking break up with me on text message. I think what gets me is that I'm like a really good communicator. So if you if you do some bitch ass shit. It's gonna really get under my skin. Yeah. Then I'm gonna be 33 year old black woman. Really? <laughs> it's on, on trial for murder. News. Don't ghost me or break up with me via text. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> get something more positive. But to whoever asked that, I hope this is not happening to you currently. If it is, positive thoughts to you. Mm-hmm. Ash and I, I love you. We do. You know, reach out to us if you need something else. Yeah. If you need some more advice, I don't mind answering whatever. Um, okay, more something more positive. Mm-hmm. I like this question. Okay, okay. This is very lighthearted. I love this. Give it to me. What's your favorite spur of the moment romantic thing to do? Oh, With anything, anything. Yeah, I like spur of the moment anything. Mm-hmm. You like just any, like, literally anything. Like if if you have if you make a plan for me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna engage in whatever that is because I like the thoughtfulness of wanting to do something for me. Yeah. So. I don't have a specific thing, but it's like anything that's late at night because it's like a timelessness. It's like if you're doing something random in the middle of the night that doesn't usually happen at night, I kind of like that kind of thing because it's it's like going outside of boundaries or just time. It just feels good. Like if you want to just get up and go to like Waffle House at three. It feels yeah. good. It's like, yeah, we spend time together. Yeah, wake me up and like, hey, bitch, you want some waffles? Right, right with drill your face? Yeah. Yeah. We out. <laughs> Brush my teeth right quick. Yeah, what the fuck do you I, mean? There's so little, there's so few surprises in this world, so in this, in, in this life these days. So it's like, I'm always ready for just anything. Just anything to pop yeah. off. Yeah. I love that. You are very ready for anything. Too. I am ready for it. You know me. <laughs> Go get us a... Bro, I'm telling you. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. Oh, yeah, my like God. That. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, honestly, like, same. But my go-to thing, and this actually happened to me while I was dating. I'm going to shout her out because I love her. Mm-hmm. Lizzie, mm-hmm. Um, who I was dating during college or a little after college. Um, mm-hmm. One time, she hit me up and was like, yo, let's go have a picnic. I remember oh, I was so, at It was just home. random? It was random. Yeah. She was doing work at a coffee shop, and I was at home chilling. She was like, yo, let's go have a picnic. I was like, what? <laughs> Food outside? Yes. With my girl? Yes, let's go. Yeah. yeah that's my, that, I love the park. Mm-hmm. I think even during quarantine, 
I would just venture to the park almost every day. Yeah. And going there with a partner to either do snacks or even a full dinner, like, I'm with that. I love that. So that's my go-to spurter thing. Yeah. Moment for me. I like that, Daniel. Yeah, I'm a simple-ass nigga. I know. I'm telling you, when, when I tell Daniel I'm ready ready for anything, I'd be ready for anything. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That was me. That was it's me. Not, it's on me. So let's see. Uh, this was funny. <laughs> I'm going to glaze over it because it's just funny. There's two funny ones. Does Daniel have a cat? <laughs> The answer is no. <laughs> he does love Quisha and Quisha loves him. Love Quisha Needy. This one's funny. Is Daniel really a virgin? He stays playing like he is. Daniel, answer it for the people, Daniel. Right? I am I am not a virgin. Oh my god! Uh-huh. Are you haters, shit talking ass mother? I am not a virgin. I lost mine at 18. 18? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you didn't I, lose it. You gave it. I gave it. Yeah. I gave it to a girl with really bad breath. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible breath. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is rough. Very have, bad breath. Oh. I don't even I have no comment on that one. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry so, that sh- that happened to you and that that's what you remember about that experience. I, that's literally my whenever I think about that I'm thinking like boom. <laughs> Terrible breath. Mm. So yeah. So Daniel is not a virgin. I'm not a virgin. That's good no. to know. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Um, here's another fun one. Is it okay for us to refer to him as Zaniel, as in Daddy and Daniel? No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Don't you ever do that? That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah that that was funny. That's really funny. Um. And uh, here's a here's a real one though. Here's a real one. Okay. What's your best tool for conflict resolution? I really like this because this is one we kind of you kind of prepped me for a little bit. I think I just yeah I asked you, you ask this me one. When I, was over I did here ask Sunday. You. Mm-hmm. And for me, the tools are kind of within because um, conflict happens. You know, mm-hmm. it's said conflict, right? Conflict. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, you're gonna have conflict relationships, even friendships. Mm-hmm. Definitely romantic. <laughs> definitely romantic ones. <laughs> I would say we have in conflict with someone. And I'm gonna, I'm kind of thinking of an argument. Okay. Or just you're having a discussion. Yeah. Um, or disagreement. I would say one, like for me, I remain calm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't see a point in yelling. Mm-hmm. I don't see a point in pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. You know, I avoid saying you. Mm-hmm. You know. That's a good one. Yes, that's, a that's good one. one thing that people kind of like. I don't want you to say word, use the word trigger lightly, but that's you do what makes people really mad. Is yeah. Point point and saying you did this, you you you. I say even if it's true. Yeah, even if it's true, just yeah. make it a general thing. Well, I see that good. there is this happening. That's a really good tool, happening. Daniel. Yeah, yeah. I would. I did not think about that. Yes. That's um, good. I forgot who told me that, mm-hmm. but it stayed with me forever. Yeah. So even during if I'm having a discussion via text or in person, or whatever, I avoid saying you because mm-hmm. then it kind of makes a person feel like it's you know mm-hmm. they get kind of they're being they're, like sort of struck basically yes every you is like oh i got hit yeah oh you, yeah you. <laughs> sometimes you gotta say we yeah you know i am good for a we yes but i i didn't think about not saying you. not yeah no, not say that's you. good um but as far as other tools um that's kind of what i mostly use with conflict you're good at conflict yeah you, I, and, you and i had one conflict what what what, what what it was it was a, a podcast thing oh okay and so i came to you and i was like daniel 
this is what's up and you called me immediately yeah and just handled it yeah you just handled it i like that about you like whenever there's like any sort of thing you just handle it yeah and i tell people like that's a tool it's like don't let shit fester don't the first tool is like acknowledgement because when you let stuff sit suddenly it's like everything about this person annoys me even the way they just wake up in the morning and breathe in this world like so it's like don't let something fester in that way acknowledge it my my best tool for conflict resolution is empathy Mm. like radical empathy and Mm. I'm really good at compartmentalization like even if someone hurts me what's important for me to understand is why I may be hurt Mm -hmm. where that hurt may be actually rooted because when someone does something to you it doesn't necessarily mean that they meant it in that in the way way that you were hurt yeah um and also understanding what that person where that person is coming from to understand it and also feeling your feelings you're still allowed to feel your feelings while having all this damn understanding but it's like empathize deeply with where you're coming from and where the other person is coming from and have have open conversation don't leave anything off the table don't be accusational the way you said yes No, no use even if someone did do something you know it's like stand on your own on your own feet on your own ground and and just sort of sort of communicate communicate is really it is really it really just a big c word mm-hmm. in any relationship that's uh that's what kills it and that's what you know keeps it alive communication mm-hmm. also say patience have patience with people some people don't get things like you like you want them to sometimes right. you gotta explain things other ways you know right. um also people people who are kind of passive that's a pet peeve for me but i also know that passive aggressiveness comes is rooted. Yeah, it's from a it's from a, a space of hurt. Exactly. The Some things people choose not to talk about or that are from a from whatever space of yeah. hurt. And those that's what I mean by empathy is like an, is just sort of yeah, taking like, taking a just take a breath and yeah. like understand where that person could be coming from. Right. Right. Um, and what they come to you with and and that that's that's always been my tool for conflict resolution. Also, writing scripts. When I have something I want to say to somebody, I will sit down with it for a second and write a script. And notes? Literally, yeah. yeah I, have, I have scripts in my phone. Because yeah. like, I'm like, let me read this. Let me... Like, let me not say the first thing that's on my mind because I got a really quick and dangerous mouth. So, like, let, <laughs> let me just, like... <laughs> let me not cut you off at the fucking knees, but also, like, just demonstrate <laughs> just linearly, like, how you got me fucked up in the nicest way possible. <laughs> You need to be, you need to be straightforward and blunt and aggressive. Yeah, but you can do that in a very efficient way. Yeah, to where it shouldn't come across as you being an asshole, but you just being real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it. No, no accusations. No use. No, no avoid saying you. Write some scripts. Yes. Actually communicate. Yes. Don't let it fester. Yes. If it's bothering you, just tell them, hey. Maybe not right now, but I want to talk. I want to talk about this. You, this hurt me in this way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No matter and, how and, small. And as much as you can, try and I know we hide behind phones a lot, but really, what gives us the strength to like address people is having that experience of doing it to a person's face Ooh, or yeah. speaking to someone with your voice. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, the last sort of argument that I got in with somebody, they read my tone incorrectly in a text the message text. and it escalated the, the argument. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me send you my voice. And it completely de- de-escalated the argument. Exactly. So like, if you're disagreeing with someone, you do owe them your presence. You yes. well, I won't say that, but 
if it, especially if it's a friend, do it in their face. Yes, yeah. yes. At least, <laughs> at least FaceTime them. I've done that before. FaceTime and all that stuff. I've done it before. Yeah. Um, I also want to pick it back off that and say that because some people, when some people are hurt and they let someone know that, sometimes the other person doesn't think that's a big deal. But you got to understand that what's not a big deal to you can be a big deal to someone else. Right. So that's one thing that I've heard a lot of people, you know, have a conflict with that. It's like, you know, a partner might not think what they did is a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so that's a, yeah, absolutely. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I like that. That's a very good question. That's a actually. really good question. Facts, facts, facts. Okay, so me now. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. We're, we're going great. through I these. Love these. These are good questions, yeah. though. We, we get better and better every year. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> okay, so this says, should you try to be equally dedicated to your significant other slash your passion, or does one always come up short? Say it one more time. Should you try to be equally dedicated to your significant other, your passion, or does one always come up short? So should I try to be dedicated to my, to my significant other's interests or passions? Um, Is that what I'm... You want that really weird. Here, let me, let me see. Yeah. It's the last one. Should you try to be equally dedicated to significant other slash your your passion? So I think what they're asking is what comes first, like oh, your passion. Oh yes. I, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's like passion or significant other. Ooh. Wow. This was asked to me. Um, that was, I. That's to you. That well, you asked me that. Oh yes, you yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, yeah, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no. hey, you, you go through that now. Um, I am a person who is really attracted to people who have other shit to do. And so I don't have the experience of, of that, of like feeling like I'm being eclipsed by someone's passion. I'm also a person who works a lot and has a lot of extracurricular activities, even though my love language is quality time. Yes. So I'm like, as long as my partner and I have an understanding, you know, I get it, you know, but I think, I think what's important is sort of taking the temperature of an insecurity. Like if your partner, and I won't even just blame it all on insecurity. It could be twofold. It could be that your partner really does work a lot and is forsaking your relationship. Yes. Or it could be, can I read it again? Yes. Um, or it could be. Yeah, hold on. Oh, sorry, I just wanted to read it again. (laughs) So it could be that your partner is maybe forsaking your relationship or not. You know what I mean? Or it could be something that, you know, because I've been in situations like this before where it's like I'm really, you know, I I am who I've always been Mm -hmm. and I make time for my partner, but the partner may be like, you work a lot, you know? Um, And so it's like, you know, it could it could be one of the one of the two things. Yeah. yeah. So, um, should you be should you be dedicated? I don't know. I would I would say try to figure out what that balance is and what your core your core needs really are. Yeah. Like if you and and maybe this is one of those situations where you have to schedule it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and yes. it also depends on the passion. Like, what is the passion? Is the passion, you know, they like playing with their band all the time yeah, you know that's very like, true, yeah. or is the passion does the passion leave them at out at night all the time like what is the passion so it's hard to kind of answer that question without knowing all of the details but yeah. i would say like maybe i don't i don't think you should have to choose i think you should have to find you you should pursue a balance right yeah. right right 
I definitely don't necessarily want to choose either. Mm-hmm. Um, I myself am attracted to passion. Mm-hmm. So, um, can I see other questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it's good. Okay. Um, yeah, I myself am attracted to someone's passion. So, because to me, that's a part of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never want to ask them to choose whatever. I, I would probably. I mean, that's probably a question. That's probably a conversation we would have getting into an intimate space of like, mm-hmm. you know, if, you know, just kind of knowing how they're, what they put their time to. Because I would tell someone that. Because yeah. I, I have passions. Obviously, you know, I have passions. Yeah. And I would relay that to someone say, hey, I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm a quality time person too. I want to make really time. You really are. For you. you know this about yeah. me. Yeah. 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 So I would say, I mean, I would, I would, I could dedicate time to both of them. Yeah. You know, it's all about, like you said, have a planner. Yeah. Like, hey, what day do you want to hang out this week? Cool. Right. I can work around that, you know? Right. So. I would say a lot of it probably does come short because you know you hear people like you have friends who've been with someone forever and like hey what happened to you doing painting mm-hmm. you know they're like oh yeah well I have a baby now I got a baby I got yeah. I kind of you know, put it to the side it's like oh that's, yeah. that's unfortunate you know because you yeah. shouldn't have feel the need to push something you would love doing away right you know it's kind of self-induced yeah and I don't want to be with anybody that has to give up anything like if I'm attracted to you I'm attracted to what I love about you and that and Mm -hmm. what you come to me with is probably all of these things you love yeah because I don't want yeah Yeah. exactly so I don't want you to have to put that on the back burner yeah I don't want you I don't want you to not be you but you know that's 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 me saying this sort of like (laughs) theoretically without being in that without knowing all the details i know what it's like for me to have as hard a work schedule as i have Mm. um and really if you're a late night person like that's that's me like we can be up all night (laughs) what you trying to do yeah what's up because my daytime hours are a mess but like yeah it i don't I, i think we kind of have to remove the myth of balance in a way right. and like really just figure out how you and your partner can make it can make it work yeah and there's not even necessarily a rule book on this so you might have to you know you need to wake up earlier in the day to do some of your passion work and then dedicate the rest of whatever or yeah. vice versa or but you like i can imagine i'm sure you're saying wait finding someone and let my passion kind of fade yeah that, I, I can i have i can definitely attest to finding someone or being really interested in someone and just sort of putting my passion to the side because I'm just really interested in this like yeah, I'm yeah, passionate yeah. about this new person yeah, yeah. but as far as like completely forsaking something that is a core part of my identity like no yeah. but if a partner is making you choose then that's something different that that's something completely, completely different completely different so, so yeah. yeah so if the, qu- the question is like will you always will something always kind of fall maybe yeah, I think yeah. Throughout, yeah whether course. naturally but or not but like Pursue, yeah. pursue balance and and if you find that like your identity is is sort of missing essential pieces by having to choose one or the other then you have you know some decisions to make about what you actually want right right and i love pursue balance that's a good statement to me because and pursuing balance is always not going to be you know straightforward yeah you don't have moments where you're like it does kind of drift yeah but honestly with artists we drift anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I'm drifting. But, but that, exactly. <laughs> this is the first podcast I've recorded since like November. Yeah. And so like I'm telling you, sometimes you, sometimes you got to put it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But not for a significant other. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah, that, was just, that was just me. But I'm yeah. saying it happens that if happens. you're with someone or, or not. So yeah, pursue balance. I like pursue that. Pursue balance. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool deal. 
Um, this is the last one on this like slide. Okay. okay. Uh, and then we can move to the the red slide. Um, this one is about this says attachment styles and how to work with a partner regarding them. And this is right on time because I recently broke things off with someone and what in november december somewhere around in there somewhere around in november december and the very first thing i did because i was kind of heartbroken and also my my go-to whenever something ends is like to try and figure out how to learn from the situation Mm. specifically in the areas where i hurt the most Mm -hmm. and so someone recommended this book to me which I had, which I literally the day after this breakup, I jumped into the book <laughs> because that's who I am. But it's called Attached, the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. Um, and what I was mostly interested in is just the science of attachment styles, too. And this sort of coincides with my um, my the work that I've been doing sort of in therapy around um uh, what is it called around codependency yes and also sort of having this lingering sort of relationship thing that was those sort of last the last nail in the coffin of like my codependent men like the men that I was codependent on or with um, and so the the actual attachment styles which I think could help um, in case people aren't familiar with them I'm is not. secure attachment dismissive avoidant anxious preoccupied Mm. or fearful avoidant um the book that i have gives you just they just move it into sort of three different attachment styles which is secure um anxious or avoidant which makes it easy secure anxious or avoidant secure attachment styles you you're pretty healthy like you enter in and out of relationships pretty securely. You feel safe. You don't feel very anxious or, or worried. Um, anxious attachment styles is like if you're sitting around and you're like, he hasn't called me back. He hasn't texted me back. Like, what's he thinking? Does yeah. he want to be with me? Like, it or you know, like, and there's also really cool quizzes in this book too. So it's like that's the sort of um, anxious. That's anxious attachment style when you you can't even. You're just moving into the next moment or making a lot of assumptions about the person or yourself based on actions that have happened or perceived. Um, And then the fearful or just avoidant attachment style is my attachment style, (laughs) which is sort of I avoid relationship. Like I'm just like, don't get close to me. Leave me alone. Go away. Um, but also wanting and craving intimacy while also kind of wanting to keep space and distance between. And that's the attachment style. The really good thing about this book and also just understanding attachment styles is understanding who you're dealing with when you see the behavior. Mm -hmm. And before I didn't realize it, like as soon as I started reading, I'm like, this is my friend when she's in a relationship. And this is me when I'm in a, like, this is what my mom's attachment, like I get it now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the question that the that the person asked is like how to deal with them first like i'm going to recommend the book instead of sort of coursing through it cuz we got a lot of questions to cover but right. i would recommend reading the book but like um how to work with a partner regarding them first the first thing is like recognizing what those atta- what the actual attachment style is and what that attachment style needs wow. um yeah and the anxious attachment style i feel for myself there's also a rare variant of attachment but anyway um is recognized like the anxious one is a little bit different because it comes with so many other sort of uh traumas or maybe 
just things you may not have thought about or considered, you yeah. know, as a part of like who you are, is, you know, identity wise. So, yeah. So anyway, wow, okay. I, I would recommend reading the book. Like it was really helpful for me because my therapist kept saying, Ashley, you should research attachment styles. And I'm like, <sighs> all right. But after that relationship ended and she just started ringing in my head, I'm like, all right, bitch, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead, read this book, figure out the fuck wrong with my life. But it's very helpful. So you say you have it. I have. I ha- I got the audiobook. No, yeah, I got the audiobook and the other one because I listened to it while I'm walking. <laughs> oh wow, that's lit. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard of attachment styles. Yeah, that was it. Was a first for me. So it's um, it's it's been around for a minute because it also, uh, you know, sort of helps us understand children and how our children's you know attach and yeah. uh, parenting, etc. But it you know it, mm-hmm. our formative years inform who we are right now. So it's it's all. It's all this is very true. Relevant. Wow, hearing this different styles. What do you think yours may be? Uh, definitely uh, get a little anxious. Really? Yeah. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, it, it it comes in small doses, mm-hmm. especially referring to getting calls back or texts back. Yeah. You know, because obviously I know people are busy and they can't really get to you, but obviously in your head you're just like, oh no, they're mm-hmm. they're whatever. But it took me. It was be really bad. You know, back in the day, mm-hmm. and when I first started dating, mm-hmm. um, to one of my guests, like called me out. I was like, "Hey, dude, like, <laughs> I'm not avoiding you. I'm not. I'm working. Yeah. I, got, I got shit to do. Right. I, I, I'm, I, I'm gonna get to you when I get to you, and that kind of change. But it, it come. It, 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 it. Well, what sort of helped you with that? What sort of helped you like get arrive in this new place of like understanding, like me also being busy, me mm-hmm. also being committed to things that aren't, you know, replying back fast or. Or whatever, but also with that, I usually let someone know that hey, I'm not avoiding. I'm busy right now. Blah blah. You know, I think there's, there's ways to to go about communicating that with someone who does have an anxious, anxious kind of, you know, attachment issue. Is it helpful for you to communicate to a partner and say? that you may be anxious about something is like being more open to communicating is that helpful yeah i'm usually very open with me being yeah having anxiety and all that yeah 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 yeah. okay get in that realm of someone where i'm you know when i'm finding myself getting into someone i usually you know make that very apparent um but yeah i guess and i and the kind of what it's thing too Mm -hmm. because i mean you know i think i definitely struggle with being hyper independent Mm -hmm. so i do kind of avoid um yeah. Kind of relationships and it's hard. Like yeah, it is very hard because yeah. it's like, like you say, you kind of you know you want it, but it's just like, ugh. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, it's it's a lot of layers, and also uh-huh. like, you know, a lot of it is preventing pain. A lot of it is like preventing discomfort, and discomfort can even just be mm-hmm. having to feel the obligation of calling someone each day, or connecting yes. with someone each day, or mm-hmm. ma- managing someone else's feelings. You know, that, that's what it is. Yeah. We with someone, so it's just like I, I get when people avoid that or kind of bash relationships, mm-hmm. you know. But there's definitely some some benefits and good and good things that come out of having relationships, and I think it's an internal battle yeah. with everyone when yeah. it comes to relationships. So, hey, I, I've got to read. I can read that. I've never heard of attachment um, styles. I'm just learning. So, yeah. mm-hmm. we're always learning. Aww, that, that was a good question. I like that. I like that. I like it too. Um, I'm going to piggyback off that because this is kind of related to what we just talked about. But uh-huh. um, this is more of a topic, but she said this commitment as a whole. Mm. Um, <laughs> Lord. The other C word, communication and commitment. Uh, uh, um, yeah. I'm not bad at commitment. I'm very loyal. Yes, you I'm are. so fucking loyal. Yes, you are. So I'm like, 
it's just getting to that point. I'm so scared I'm going to make the wrong choice on partner. That is me. I'm so scared God. I'm going to be like, okay, you're it. And then yes. I get into a marriage and I'm bored to death or, you know, I find out the dick is trash. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully you find out that before you kick No, yeah, I'm being funny, but <laughs> where I found like they're boring or like any number of things. I'm just terrified of making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. So commitment, I, you know, once I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah, like right. I can't be, I've seen that before. Yeah, I can't be moved. But like <sighs> fuck. Like it's just getting there. That's mm-hmm. why my attachment style is avoiding. Because I'm just like But I'm I'm learning. And that and I talk about this on my platform a lot about decorating my house. Yes. And how that puts me in the position of like making choices. Yeah. Like m- make choices and commit to the choice. And yes. it sounds silly, but like I've noticed a huge change in just like just these you know choosing or deciding on a dining room ch- table or whatever and like noticing like how that influences my relationships mm-hmm. or the things that I attach myself to or my like you know my jobs and those sorts of things so I'm I'm noticing that you know it's a it's a journey but it's got to be a I want to be a committed partner with a long-term partner but it's a practice for me right now. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, shit, maybe tomorrow somebody might fucking surprise my black ass. And, Bruh. But, yeah, I am i don't have a problem with commitment. I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm, on my, I'm on my way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's a never-end process. You know, when I first read this topic, I wasn't even thinking about it on a romantic level. I kind of thought about what you just said, choosing dining room table, choosing mm. that, that commitment to other things. Yeah. Commitment to being, you know having um, you know great mental health practices commitment to exercising commitment to you know hanging out with friends or commitment to reading commitment you know it's so much more than it being a romantic thing yeah you know um, but in the realm of romance um, commitment is scary it is you know what I'm saying like I said choosing the the wrong person you know investing and the thing is I know I won't yeah that's the thing yeah I know exactly what I want what exactly what I don't want I'm not gonna choose the wrong person for me something is lying to me about this fear (laughs) fear of rejection down the line or just some fear yeah yeah Yeah. so I'm like I'm I'm clever enough to know that I'm not gonna choose somebody who's gonna be abusive or like boring well I mean you know you can't predict boring but like but like but I don't know. It's an internal struggle. It's an internal, you know, fucking struggle. internal struggle. And you know, I think relationships is high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. Yeah, I agree. they they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, you can give it your all and hope for the best. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So, <sighs> man, all these relationship questions. Hey, people want to know. I'm drinking on this wine, y'all. It's crazy how. Yeah, what, what wine is that? It's called Dark Waves. I literally buy wine for the label. Oh, that's what I'm at. It's wow. very attractive. Um, it's very, it's you know, I've drank maybe almost half sitting here chatting. You better be zonked. It's good because we got some good questions coming up in the yes in the do. Randy department. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But yes, yes, commitment. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's it. That's, that was mine. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. All right, let's see. Daniel, I don't know if I have any more basic questions. Everything else. It's uh, raunch. So, you want me to ask my PG ones? 
Yeah. And we move on to the to the. Let's do okay. it. Okay. I know I have one. I have I have two raunchy ones. Uh huh. Uh-huh, okay. So. Uh-huh. All right. So, what's your relationship love life compared to this time last year? My relationship. And just dating and then dating advice during COVID. So, romantically, are you romantically involved with anything or anyone? You know, um, compare for this relationship. Last year, I was. This time last year, I didn't have a romance, but I was moving into talking to someone new, and you know who he is. Yes, I do. And um, so that's where I was this year. Mm -hmm. Now he is no longer around. Yes. And I'm in a very exciting hoe season. That's good. Let's fucking go. That's good. Um, So so -hmm. that's where I'm at right now. Um, and then quarantine, I will say though, I appreciate his presence during quarantine because I was so deeply lonely, Mm. like lonely, like so dismally sad and just lonely. Like before I had a whole lot of social things and all kinds of shit to keep me preoccupied Mm -hmm. and having someone to talk to text with every day, sort of anticipating someone each day and. And vice versa and sort of having fun because we were mostly over the phone. So because, you know, he lives a little bit further away and also because we couldn't really visit because of working COVID. So it was like, um, so it was that. So it was like, you know, having that was, was good. It, it was, it was good. I I did a poll on my, on my (laughs) profile about the kinds of shit we were doing during COVID in relationships. And it really was about just getting whatever you could and holding on to it it. to keep you fucking alive. Um, and so I definitely did that. Like definitely. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. So see, between this year and last year, definitely, uh, I was in situationships, Mm -hmm. you know, or shit. Chip. For, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's one thing you know someone for a long time, so mm-hmm. you know. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Trying but, to gauge it out. Yeah, you gauge it out. Yeah. You know, and that's I, where I, you were doing this time last year. No, okay. I did, last year I wasn't, okay. but over the course. Over of, the course. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's a that's a that's one of the things when you kind of work out, you know, crossing those lines mm-hmm. or is it right or blah blah blah. blah, blah. So. You know, I would say that's probably the difference between, you know, last year and, and this year, but it's 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 not really a big pressure on it. Yeah. You know, at Good. all. I mean, we got a lot of our own shit going on, you know, mm-hmm. there's a transitional phase with the with um with them, so I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's cool though. Yeah. Nothing that's really like, you know. Did you feel like you wanted more connection throughout the course of the pandemic? Yes, for sure. And I did get in some. what ways? physical mm-hmm. not, not again not necessarily penetration yeah like physicalizing like just laying and touching and whatever and i did get I have some people who i did trust mm-hmm. um that were able to fulfill that for sure not a lot yeah but because i just kind of distract myself from it mm-hmm. same know? same yeah. 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 yeah yeah um and also i was able to you know using facetime and using this and that to also like kind of get some affection kind of that way as well same but um yeah, I mean, it was, it was nothing that's like I'm like being tortured over, you know. I'm not, yeah, a bitch was tortured, yeah, over yeah. The- <laughs> I, I, for being so about that, you know, yeah, because I, 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 yeah. I, it's crazy. Like, I had you know met him, we went on some dates, and mm. then we had sex, and it was amazing, and then yeah. pandemic, and then nothing, and then 
it sort of put the whole thing in a limbo. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what next? And then, so we just sort of hung on the way we could, mm-hmm. or at least I was, until it did its thing, yeah. ran its course. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I, remember, I, remember, I remember that season. A lot of, boy. We actually share a lot with each other. <laughs> Like she know my situation, and I know most of hers. Well, so. you, you know them all, Daniel. I'll yeah, tell you I everything. I do. Do Vice I tell you everything? I do. Maybe, maybe I, I, was, I don't know if you told me everything or not. But I, I know I had to take an assessment. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I'll tell you what's going on. Take my scene screenshots. All that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Am I being an idiot here? Am I, <laughs> Am I being a dumbass bitch? You know what I'm saying? Because oh, I trust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And you do the same thing. You're like, hey man, read this shit. Tell me what's up. Just make, just make sure I want your unbiased opinion. Yeah, and, and you I'll be get, like, Daniel, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. no, but most of the time, though, you're pretty even-handed. And you, you got you got your shit together. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you for the sake of agreeing. I don't want you to. That's, yeah. why, that's what I sent to you. Yeah. I don't want you to do that. Yeah, good. Um, but to the other part of that question, dating during, dating advice during COVID, that's hard. Cause man, don't, I don't know what your circumstance is. I don't yeah. know if you're taking care of your grandma. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not going to advise you to do anything that would compromise your safety or your yes. health. Yes, I, I don't, I don't promise. I'm like I don't use dating sites or anything. So, and obviously I'm not going anywhere to meet anyone out, you know, at a bar or anything. So I'm not really out there. I've like been that, on the but, apps. Yeah. I've found some people to chat with. Chat with, with. yes. Okay. But as far as like going out. Like I don't, re- I don't even. Most of the time, I don't even get to that point because the the nature of dating online is that everybody's just bullshitting. Yes. For the most part, like yeah. I I thought COVID would make dating online more easy because people would be mm. just sort of eager for connection, but mm-hmm. it is not. It, it <laughs> it's it still like a cesspool of nonsense. So it it just yeah. So as far as dating during COVID, I don't know. I say do whatever is most safe first of all, but yeah. like. Still be good. Like, I'm still out here. I, I realized, like, I was like, yo, I'm a physical person. I, I enjoy company. I've mostly seen you and Corey mm-hmm. this whole pen. I've seen y'all more than I've seen my family. Yeah. So, I'm like, I, whoever it is that I do invite in this house, it's definitely well vetted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A long thing. I tell people, but have fun. It's it's yeah. you know it's hard because we want to be we want to do good and we want to be right. But I still you gotta have fun. We like we need it because there's no end in sight at this time. Yeah, so absolutely. At this point, you know, you know, pop a little bit of pussy. The other thing, <laughs> yeah, as long as you feel safe about it, yeah, go ahead. Um, the other thing too is we talked about this a little bit. There's a person that's been sending me their date selfie. Like there's, so I take photos. I collect people's photos of their sinks. Cause I'm really interested in how objects tell stories. And someone has been sending me their date sinks, I like their post date dishes. Mm-hmm. And over the course of time, like the dishes have sort of progressed as they've gotten to know each other. And like, it's she actually asked a question that's on our on our red list so mm-hmm. i'm gonna get into that but yeah people are doing it they're just doing it at home and they're just being very quiet and safe about it which i think is kind of a great practice i agree <laughs> you know, low pressure low pressure low key <laughs> yeah being safe. Mm-hmm. and i think people are also discovering different ways to connect mm-hmm. and be romantic and you know not necessarily be in the same space yeah you know so my advice would be one, be careful. People are, are dying in this mm-hmm. pandemic. But you get know? creative. But get creative. Exactly. Yeah. Like what I've used with some friends, 
in um in situationships is um some of those apps like Amazon Prime has like after party or mm-hmm. watch party to where mm-hmm. you can watch movies together. People out here playing games together. People out here, you know, sitting in the park and the distance and you know different blankets and stuff. So I've I've, I've had a couple of friends who have gone on dates during yeah. the pandemic who have been very safe about it, you know. So and a lot of friends who found long lasting romantic partners during this. Nice, you know? that's great. So it is it, it, it can be done, but yeah. you have to be safe. And the thing is, you don't know where people have been. So you pop don't. pussy, throw dick, but you gotta think slang about it. where slang, slang it, it with a mask on. Slang it, get yeah. <laughs> mask and condom. Mask on your dick, yeah. mask on your face. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Bruh, don't forget those other things you can get too. Yeah. Whew, so. honey. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, keep it at keep it at hundred. Keep it a thousand, yeah. A thousand with you, bro. But yeah, it's like my advice is uh yeah, think of different ways to connect uh-huh. other than actually being uh, physically with each other. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think kind of cool though, because if you if you find ways to connect without actually being with each other in the same space, it might be kind of good to build on that. It is. If you can be cool not together, then you know that might make the the in person you know meet up even more special. It might be nice. That's what I like about um, kind of sort of distanced relationships. There's always so much like good tension. Yes. That builds in the in the meantime. Good tension is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that was that. a good question. Yeah, that was a good question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get mine out of the way. You got one more. Yes, I'm going to get mine out of the way. Yes, that is true. Actually, I got two. Actually, I'm saving this next, next one for the, the uh, red questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> this is a funny one. Bush, bald, trimmed, or natural? <sighs> As for, like, what I got going on? As for, Listen, I think, what you like. What do I like? I don't even have a huge preference. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of preferences for what people come to the table with, especially in the in this pandemic times. Ain't nobody out here shaving and waxing yeah, exactly. and trimming. Everybody's doing all that. You gonna eat or not? You you either gonna eat <laughs> it or you're gonna suck it or you're not. You know, it's so simple. <laughs> but I will say I don't really want hair in my mouth. Okay. I don't want my hair in my mouth. I don't want your hair in my mouth. Yeah. So it's like, just manage it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be tapered. It doesn't have to be fucking landscaped, you know? No just, I don't, whatever we got to do to make sure it's not crazy in my mouth. Because here's the thing, it's a part of the body. If you're sucking dick, it's hair. a part of the, it's a part of the equation, right? Yes. So, but if I, if I'm like pulling long strands of hair into my mouth, like I don't want that. Yeah. So as far as what other people come to the table with, I don't. I don't I don't really care as long as it's not inconvenient for for the experience. Right, right, and I and I would say the only time I've ever had a bush was when it was unplanned. Um, yeah, like when you're out and about, and like you might. Do get you that. feel weird about it? No, I've I have parted the ways. <laughs> I have parted the ways to some pussy. Let me tell you, and I've, I've eaten it just the same. You yeah, know? yeah, you get yeah. hairy, you know, that happens. I, I have asked you guys. I was like, "Yo, is this okay for you?" Because I don't shave, I don't wax. I'm like, I'm just not gonna do it. But I do keep it really low. Like it's like a little fuzz. Yeah, because the growing back is is really trash for me. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it, I was like, "Dude, does this bother you?" He was like, "No." Yeah, I don't even know how we got to the place where hair was like, like hair removal completely was like a thing. But like, yeah. I'm not inconveniencing myself with the nasty, sweaty nonsense of being both a big girl and like hair, hair growing back down there. It's yeah. like sweat and itchy and weird. I'm not doing that. Yeah, That's and crazy. hair is a whole different. Hair is a whole thing that 
don't know, Mindy to understand. Like, okay. Yeah. It's, women have hair. We have, everybody yeah, has hair. Everybody has hair. Everybody has hair. We have arm hair. We have hair on our toes. We have hair on our legs. legs. We have hair weirdly every fucking way. Yes. Pussy. Live with it. Pussy's amazing. Hair not. Hair not. Bruh. <laughs> I'm here to tell. Daniel's here to tell you. Bruh. <laughs> get over that shit. You get my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's that needs to go on a t-shirt. Yeah, seriously though. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think we're gonna let's, let's go to the realm of nastiness. Are we in the red questions? We're in the red questions. Thanks for sticking around, y'all. This was fun talking yes. about like relationships, r- romance. Uh, Dude, topics. your beard looks really fluffy. Now that you're yes. like, can I touch it? Yeah, come yeah. here. Let me touch it. Ooh, what? What? Uh, for my birthday, um, I did get some beard products. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been. Did you put them on there? They I feel did. good. I did today. It feels I got good. home from Asheville. Yeah, it feels really good. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. This time last year, you were talking about how your barber is an essential worker. Bruh. <laughs> Shout out to G Battle, but I haven't seen you in a long, long time. I also think that Valentine's Day episode, you came in here with a really good haircut. I did a and fade. you looked good. I did a fade. Beard was bright. Yeah. Hair was bright. It was. He was looking good that day, Daniel. Yeah. You look good today, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just giving me pandemic, Daniel. <laughs> pandemic. Pandaniel. Pandaniel. I like Pandaniel. Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah, I, got my, I got me a, um, a trimmer, and I've been doing my own I shit. cut all my fucking hair off. That was it. I was like, and now it's growing back. So. Yes. Speaking of, actually, that question about bald or whatever, I actually bought, and this is, they're not paying <gasps> me. I'm very excited. But Manscaped, they're not paying me what they should. I did buy that razor, and oh my You haven't talked to me about it yet. Before Daniel got this razor, Daniel, every conversation, Daniel was like, I'm getting the Manscaped. Daniel loves to tell me about his upcoming purchases, and it's my favorite thing. So he's like, I'm getting the Manscaped. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. You got it. I got it. You guys should see his face. It is... I've never had that smooth of a shave down there. Oh my god! And usually, sometimes when you do it, that was when it was with a with a trimmer. Uh-huh. You kind of nicks, and sometimes you cut your shit, and it kind of bleeding a little bit. Oh and all my that. god! But this had this guard on there; it was perfect, and it just butter. Oh my god! Butter. Would you recommend this for vaginas? Yes, actually, I would. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I actually would. Yeah. Okay. The people with vaginas. Yeah. Manscaped. It, amazing. Oh my god. I'm yes. so very happy for your very manscaped manhood. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Enter promo code. I'm just playing. <laughs> not yet. I was like, they're not. <laughs> you know, I hope someone sponsors your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if your dick had a sponsor. Imagine if your shit had a sponsor. Who would sponsor your dick? Who? Who? Like, if you could pick any sponsor in the world. Damn. Any brand. Any brand. Any brand. Sponsor my dick. Sponsor your dick. Oh my god. Uh. Oh gosh, Ash. Oh no. Can't do that Supreme. Be- <laughs> you have Supreme condoms. Ain't no hype beast. Fuck that. <laughs> Hell no. Fuck that. You'd have the latest underwear. <laughs> condoms with it on there they'll send you like lube like special lube that has like the supreme logo on it some weird hype beast shit oh in a bag that kanye designed that's probably oh, a paper bag fuck. ironically yeah, with holes in it with holes in it ironically fuck hilarious fuck it pay less nigga pay, pay, 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hey guys, don't hate me, but I had to separate this episode into two parts because it was so long and we wanted to make sure we answered all the questions. So part two will be on Monday. I know, I know, I left you with some blue balls, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We saved the best for last, so stay tuned. Goodbye. Goodbye.